Slice Audio. Episode 11 of Bounce from the Roadhouse. We will discuss a couple that just had their 15th child. Yeah, and Brandon missed the big mullet competition. A Florida woman missed breakfast. A new COVID vaccine. We find out who really loves us. It's Glenda. Iceland relations. Parents running late. Meow talk. Monkey MD. And we'll end it with a good feel moment. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and some stars. Bounce from the Roadhouse. Oh my gosh, I can't believe a family would have this many children. Why not? <laughs> How many people are, your, are in your family? Like uh, your immediate family? Uh, so my mom and dad had three boys. Okay. And then I've got two kids. No, I mean just, I mean how many brothers and sisters do you That's have? It, That's it, just two it. brothers. I just have one brother. Yeah. So I can't imagine having 14 siblings. <sighs> These people just had their 15th child. Poor girl. They've been trying for a girl for a long time. They're 45 years old. I mean, I wow. can't stop. I won't stop. <laughs> they oh just had God. a girl finally, so it's like they can retire. They can take a breather. Welcome to Stargate. Teen <laughs> kids. Their oldest is 28 years old. Wow. Which means they had him after they got married right out of high school. Yeah. And they've been having kids ever since. Wow. This poor woman. Did they even go into the doctor? have a baby anymore i don't know i bet she woke up in the middle of the night she's like i don't want to go let's just have it here in the bed let's yeah. just take it out i mean you think at that point you just you buy your own stuff and stay home <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah you just let's save a couple bucks we'll deliver this baby at home i mean we know how it is after 14 kids she probably wouldn't make it to the hospital you're telling them yeah you think right kid comes walking out smoking a cigar <laughs> Humid in there. Big old beard. Humid as heck in there. (laughs) My. (laughs) Who left the stuff behind in there? Pick that stuff up. I have a recording of this couple. Here it is. I mean, we got to six or eight boys, and we just thought, wow, that's strange. I guess there's just not a girl in the cars. But then you get to 13 or 14, and you go, there's got to be something medically going on here, you know, that yeah. prohibits us from having yeah. a girl. So they said, would you like to come over and reveal the gender of your 15th child? And I thought, I know what it's going to be. And I walked over there, and I just started crying. He could barely tell me. <laughs> and I said, I better go look again. And it was still a girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now I have a little girl to do things with. And <laughs> the possibilities are endless. You know, this is like... Like, you know, winning a Super Bowl and then retiring. You know, this is <laughs> this is the perfect way to end it. They definitely sound like they're out know. of their minds. I don't know, but they sound cuckoo for cuckoo puffs because it's like, how many boxes of cereal, gallons of milk, how many bedrooms you got in your house? 14, 15 kids? Oh. And can you imagine, like, the hand-me-down clothes? The oh. girl finally gets new clothes. Their they're clothes so are jealous. out of date. You got 28-year-old kid, and then you got these other new kids. They're wearing skinny jeans that are ripped out. Looks like they've been changing <laughs> truck batteries. The other kid's wearing MC Hammer pants. It's like, what we got going on here? You know, you've been rocking the mullet for a while. You've been growing it out. I'm trying, yeah. Did you know that you missed a very major national mullet championship? Um, you could have entered. I did not know about it. No. This goes on in Texas every year, and it was won this year by an eight-year-old. <laughs> you could have taken that eight-year-old eight-year-old out, no problem. Uh, after seeing his mullet, nope. It's pretty no, hardcore, isn't He's it? hardcore. It takes yeah. some real dedication. Yeah. You know why girls love guys with mullets? Why? You could tell they're not afraid of commitment. It takes commitment. Yeah. To let that thing just go. Yeah, and a lack of style. 
<laughs> Whatever. That'd be man. That that kid's so oh, ahead of his time. I mean, they probably have to put him in a different class, don't they, at school? Because all the girls and stuff. Maybe, maybe. But did you know that there's different types of mullets? There's like different categories mm-hmm. for this yeah. contest. Yeah. There's um, the curly mullet, which Jackson has. Yeah. Uh, the freedom flapper. <laughs> the modern mullets and the Tennessee top hat. Oh wow. So Skullet's not on there? No. Gosh dang it. I know. Maybe they just haven't seen one like yours yet. Oh, yeah. They need to make a Skullet for, like, the dads of the mullet kids and stuff. I mean, where do we go, you know, when the hair goes away? Got to be in the Skullet competition. I think you need to add a bandana. Oh, yeah. Bandanas, I mean, it doesn't serve me any good, though, having a bandana. Why? Well, because, like, if I'm out in the sun and I'm wearing a bandana for what it's supposed to be for... The top of my head is so exposed that I could die. Like, that sun exposure is a real deal out there. True. There's nothing blocking the sun. And it is a, that is the whitest part of my body right next to my bum. And <laughs> it, uh, it's a lot going on up there. It'll blind someone? Yeah. I could brighten up a room. One little flashlight in my globe. It's also very shocking when you take your hat off. You're like, whoa, Brandon's bald. Okay, I didn't I'm know. Not, I'm not actually that bald, but yeah. It's pretty bald. Thanks. I appreciate it's like, it. It's like a bald eagle. Like well, you know how what, it's a little bit prickly. You know, with like every hurtful comment you throw at me, it takes another hair out of my head. I am Florida man. And I'm Florida woman. Yeehaw. This woman probably should have just bought some Pop-Tarts. <laughs> oh, I love a good cold Pop-Tart. Uh, good pop- Pop-Tarts are good. Breakfast of Champions at the rally. I mean, always good no matter what time of the day. Yeah. But last Thursday, a 34-year-old woman, her name is Marla Watson, <laughs> she was staying at this hotel in Florida. Mm. She got into an argument with front desk because they didn't have free breakfast. And there was a guy oh, waiting in line right there in the lobby behind her who told her to settle down. Mm-hmm. So she threatened to kill him, and then she stole his truck, drove <laughs> it into a pond, Yeah, and it was almost completely submerged before the cops found it. So, so she was arrested for theft of a mortar vehicle, criminal mischief, battery assault, and aggravated battery, all because of breakfast. But now she's going to be getting free breakfast in jail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't worry. Yeah, I'll serve you some breakfast in jail. Is this supposed to be a sausage patty? <laughs> and that's a biscuit beside it. What? <laughs> Jail breakfast. <laughs> yeah. So good. Should have bought the Pop-Tarts. Should have just got the Pop-Tarts. When they come out with a, a COVID vaccine, are mm-hmm. you going to be like on it right away? Or are you going to be like, I'm going to let some other people try this out first? Um, I, uh, I'm not, a, I'm not afraid of it. I can't say that I'll jump right on and be like, I'll go do it. If they were like, we need some volunteers, I'd go do it. Because I was thinking maybe you should take it. Yeah. And then if everything's okay, then I will. The problem is, though, is <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm a good base to start. <laughs> Why? Um, I'm not normal anyway. So you give me a, a shot like that, it's going to be hard to say. Is he weird because of the shot or is he just weird? I don't know. Maybe all of our listeners should get one and then... <laughs> If no. you still have listeners. I would take it for our listeners. You would? I would. That's awesome. I would. I would, I would take it. If they're like, hey, we need a, a guinea pig. We need somebody dumb. We've done some tests on uh, thousands of other people. Everything's going good with them, but we need somebody um, else. And I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. What's the worst that can happen? I'm also wondering, like, if you work at a hospital, you know, the flu shot is mandatory. I wonder uh-huh. if the COVID vaccine is going to be mandatory, too. 
or it like for assume. school, like if it has to be in your shot records. I would assume, but I don't know. Well, I guess there's a vaccine that might be ready by the end of the year. That'll be cool. Let's go. But you don't just take it once. Oh, you you get the shot, and then yeah. four weeks later you have to do it again. Another one. Yeah. A booster. Yeah. Cool. And Let's it go. has to be stored at like Arctic temperatures. All right. So I wonder if it's like really cold when they give it to you. That's another question. Doesn't really say a whole lot about it. So it chills you. Yeah. <laughs> Be like my uh, my girlfriend's from high school's heart. Just keep it on her chest. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, that's that's just horrible, kidding, Brandon. Melissa. I'm well, just kidding. Just in case the kids in the car on the way to the school they're uh-huh. confused about the COVID vaccine. We have yeah. Barney here to explain I it. I can't wait. I love Barney. Hi, kids. The world is a big, scary place, and I'm going to help you make sense of it all. Let's learn about the COVID vaccine. In normal times, we like to bash Big Pharma because they're evil. But wait, have you seen? They made a vaccine for COVID-19. I guess we'll trust those weasels. Big Pharma is made up of terrible corporations who are going to save us from the pandemic. When it's time to get the little vaccine shot. Don't worry if it hurts because it will not. But the thing they didn't tell you when they stick that needle in you in four weeks, you'll have to come back for more shots. Who's excited for a COVID vaccine, kids? I, for one, can't wait to go get stabbed by the doctor. Twice! Bernie loves you! Well, we need to give away some Culver's. This is our last giveaway for Culver's. And then Mark Houston will give one away tomorrow afternoon. So you still have a chance to tell us what your favorite food from Culver's is. And you can do that through the Cat Country app over on the left side under contest. Just tap on the Culver's. It'll take less than 30 seconds. Just tell us what you love. Okay? All right. So we have our winner here. Um, Her name is Glenda. And we're going to prank call her, of course, because that's what we do. Yeah, darn right we do. (laughs) And it's going to be Al Donnelly. That's right. I'll call myself Bill today. You ready over there? I'm ready. Hello? Uh, Yeah, is this uh, Glenda? This is Glenda. Hey, Glenda, this is Bill, and uh, I'm with Upper Management with Culver's, uh, where we're serving up goodness. (laughs) And we've got a little survey for you, if that's all right. Going to ask you a question. Sure. What's your favorite dish at Culver's? Oh, um, oh, there, I love everything there, honestly. Um, butter burgers, I'd say. You like the butter burgers? Do you like to get you anything think. with your butter burgers? Like extra oh. butter, maybe, uh, french fries or onion, onion rings? Onion rings. Onion rings. Oh, you like those onion rings, huh? <laughs> All right, well, here, let's play a little game, okay? How about okay. you finish my sentence, okay? Uh, All right. Hey, look, this onion ring fits right on in. my finger. There you go. Just kidding. It's Amy and Brandon from the Roadhouse. Just messing around. She knows. I'm pretty sure she knows. You guys are too funny. I'm like, well, shoot. I thought they said Amy and Brandon were calling. I was going <laughs> to kind of hang up. Not Al Donnelly. <laughs> I mean it. You guys are so dang funny. I listen to you every day. And... But only for about 10 minutes, because that's what it only takes me that long to get to work. And then I come to work very early, like 6. Oh. Well, it's the best 10 minutes of your day, right? 
It is. Every day. I mean it. You guys yeah. are a crack up. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you very much, Glenda. <laughs> We'd like to send you some Culver's. Can we do that? Oh, yes. And it's for two. Are you going to share it or keep it for yourself? Um. Well, my husband is even a bigger Culver's fan than I am, so I'd have to say I'll share. Well, that's nice of you. <laughs> yeah, it is really nice of you. <laughs> we love you, Glenda. I love you. Love you. <laughs> So. Okay, Iceland. Yesterday, uh-huh. I was looking at our trivia questions. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And do you remember the one about Iceland? I don't, know. Uh-uh. They have a special app. Oh, yes. It's okay. called the Bump app. Yeah. Because, you know, they, I guess they only have, like, population 350,000, something oh, yeah. around that. And so a lot of people are related. So when you're out at a bar, it's uh-huh. just... It's kind of normal to say, what's your name? Come here often. Are you my cousin? You know, that type of thing. <laughs> so this app kind of saves that step. Yep. You you both have the app, and if you bump them together, it'll sound an alarm if you're related. Uh, so you have to bump the app together? <laughs> yeah. Is that not the strangest thing ever? Wah, wah. What does it do like <laughs> I don't know. You bump it together, it's like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Dang it, you're my cousin. Oh, man. I still want to be friends. I mean, at some point, it's like, yeah, but how much of my cousin are you? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if it's that small of a population, it's going to be, you got to scratch your head and be like, yeah, is this a marriage thing? Are we cousins via marriage? Are we fourth cousins? Like, at what point does the tree take that branch fell off? You know what I mean? You got Start if it's in. anywhere on the tree, I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> but if you lived there, chan- I mean, you're you got limited resources. I would go on vacation and find one and bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. Mail order, mail order, a groom, mail order, bride. <laughs> How would you like to move to Iceland? We're all related over here, and we could use some new people to breed with. Come to Iceland. Can you imagine these people are sitting, you know, up, you know, across the table from each other, just hitting it off, just having a great time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They bump the app, and and they're just like, man, not oh, again. Man. Oh. Who's your aunt? Well, that's <laughs> my aunt, too. Gosh dang it. Expired. Expired. <laughs> You've been running late before taking your kids somewhere, right? Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens to me a lot. I... It, it, be 100% honest, I absolutely hate running late. I do, too. I'm usually super early. Well, I usually have to, like, run out of here, drive across town, yeah. get Michael, drive all the way to the other side of town to drop him off by my house, yeah. and then usually go back to work. That would be tough. Yeah, but it's that, it's tough. That preschool is is hard. Once they, once they get into, like, regular school and it's like, you know, yeah, who, it's right by your house. Who came up with dropping kids off in the middle of the day? I don't know, day. but I would like to have a talk. Yeah. <laughs> this is funny what's happening in, in France. <laughs> you know, it happens all over the world. People run late. Ah, wee oui, wee. Oui. And in France, at this school, they have a big gate that closes at 8.30 in the morning. It's like the cutoff that you can drop yep. your kids off. And some parents are having trouble getting there on time. Wow. And the gates close. And the parents, some of the parents are like tossing their kids over the fence. Wow. And it's like <clears throat> six feet high. Are you ready, bud? You sure am, Dad. <laughs> they said it doesn't happen every day, but it happens often. So they had to put up this sign, and there's a like a drawing on the sign. There's a fence. There's a, a parent 
with this throwing motion, and then there's a little kid in the air going over the fence. Oh, my God. It is the most funniest picture I've ever seen. Like a bathroom sign-type picture with this kid flying through the air. (laughs) People are doing this. I get it. I totally understand. You're like, please don't make me keep this child. The rest of the day I have things to do. Please take it. You know, and they're just throwing it over. That's hilarious. I get it. I I. I mean, I'm not mad at these parents. <laughs> it's like, Being a parent sucks. Okay, we are late one more time, Adeline. You will come over here and I will throw you over the fence, okay? Uh, hang on, the one. Or how do you count in France? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, stuff you bribe them with the treat, of course. I will give you That's a treat. Way. You land on your feet, okay? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Adeline, I love you. They keep coming out with some crazy stuff. There's this guy that used to work for Amazon Alexa. Oh. He doesn't work there anymore, but he's he's utilizing what he did with Alexa. And now he's doing it with cats. Wow, he's really gone far. He's developed an app. It's called Meow Talk, <laughs> and it translates what your cat is saying. Oh, no. He so says this- it wasn't easy because he says every cat's meow means a different thing. So the app uses machine learning to work with you to figure out what your cat's meows mean and translates them. Hmm. So you can use the app right now for Apple or Android, and it's free. And we've downloaded it. Yeah. Yeah, You. so you mean to tell me eventually this cat's going to be able to walk around the house and be like, meow. you know, and, and then the, the thing will be like, your cat's hungry or yeah. something, or your cat wants to watch some TV. But it'll do it in the cat's <laughs> voice. Oh, it'll, it'll, oh, like, like what the cat would sound like. Yeah. Male cat, girl cat, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Why don't you, why don't you try <clears throat> your meow? Okay. Yeah, i see what it. it says. Let's give it a shot here. Food. Food? I guess so. You're, yeah. you're hungry? Must, must be. That, that's a shocker. Yeah. Chubby cat. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's try. Maybe I'll change it up a little bit. <laughs> Don't go in there. Oh. You just came out of the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Like a litter box. You know, just the cat probably just cleaned up that litter box real good. Wow, Brandon. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's like um, a lie detector. Um, let's try this one. Wow. I'm not very smart. Oh, what? <laughs> Stupid <laughs> app. This app's dumb. That's awesome. No, but this is kind of funny. Meow talk. Here's what I think is funny is because you push the button when your cat's meowing. Yeah. And then tells you, like it guesses what the cat's saying. I'm in love or I'm hungry or I'm mad or whatever, right? And as as an owner, you could say, yes, that's what he's saying or no, and then change it. So then in other words, the poor cat's probably sitting there going, great. Now I've got two people that are confused. I just want somebody to clean my litter box and give me another can of food. Uh, There's this video on social media. This photographer, he was over in the jungle area. Uh And he saw this monkey. And it just kind of like collapsed on its back. Like legs spread out, arms like like it just fainted or something. And he goes over there and he starts taking pictures. And then he sees this other monkey walk over to it and like pounds on its pounds on its chest <laughs> and then kind of opens up the mouth and puts its mouth on on the other oh, monkey's wow. mouth like it's doing CPR. 
<laughs> and this guy's like taking pictures like, what the heck is going on? Is this other monkey trying to save this monkey? Uh, turned out that, you know, it's just a grooming thing. A little game they play? Yeah. They're just monkeying around? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it kind of seemed like the monkey was trying to save its life, you know? Yeah. I mean, why not? They're smart, right? I mean, they're probably smarter than some humans. So, I mean, it's like, let them watch a CPR video one time. You know? <laughs> Maybe. And they'd probably be like, oh. <laughs> and they do it to staying alive. Yeah. Staying alive. Staying alive. <laughs> Bananas alive. Bananas. Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, a new TV show should be coming out about this. Oh, yeah, for sure. On the next Monkey MD. Doctor, the patient isn't responding. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Pounding on his chest, restarted his heartbeat. Genius. He's the best doctor around because working in a hospital can be bananas. You're saying to scratch the patient's butt and then make him smell my finger? (laughs) Whoa, you're right. He woke up. And when something hits the fan, it's because he flung it. Here's your scalpel. (laughs) Scissors. (laughs) Monkey wrench. It's Monkey MD, followed by a brand new Ape's Anatomy. (laughs) Yes. Uh... A good feel moment. It pulls at your heartstrings kind of moment. Now this 21-year-old boy is no just no normal 21-year-old. No. He has made history as the first person with Down syndrome to ever complete a full Ironman triathlon. Oh. His name is Chris Nickick. He finished a 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile bike ride, and 26.2 mile run in a single day. Just one of those is difficult. He was assigned an Ironman partner who stuck by him during all three sections just in case, but he didn't even need that guy. He didn't have any problems. So now he's officially listed in the Guinness World Records. Do not ever doubt yourself. Nope. That is amazing. It is. It's just cool. And congrats to whomever his parents are whoever his whatever because they they told him there's there's no boundaries you're not limited by what somebody says you are because of down syndrome or who whatever you've got going on you're not limited by anything you go out and be the best you can be and look at that i I know i personally will probably never compete in an ironman or finish an ironman competition but this guy in one day did all of that that's yeah. amazing. I would love to be able to do an Ironman, but I know <laughs> I can't. I, I, don't, I have, don't have the will to do it. I don't either. <laughs> but this guy does. Uh, Chris Nickick. Way to first go. First ever with Down syndrome. Amazing. Awesome. Don't ever doubt yourself. If you have a good feel moment, we would love to hear about it. Just send us an email with the story so we can share it with the world. It's goodfeelmoments at catradio.com. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.